Welcome to Indie Archfiends Episode 9. I'm your host, Terrence Davis, and I'm once again joined by our newer co-host, Roberto Campos. And so this one's just going to be uh, short and sweet on the side of, you know, us talking and chatting. So um, this is one of the recordings that I wanted to get out, even though it's older. So I recorded this particular interview uh, with someone I think is amazing. He's a pillar of the community, great guy, uh, opened up his own shop. Pretty sure you know who I'm talking about at this point, right? Um, talking about Greg Cole. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I'm new to the community and I see him all over Facebook and like, I know who Greg Cole is. Like my first tournament was Gen Con just cause we're here in Indianapolis yep. and I saw Greg Cole play and everybody was just like, you know, he's just such a great guy. Oh and yeah. He just, yeah. Um, I'm excited to maybe like play him sometime oh, yeah, in the definitely. future and, and <laughs> now that I'm more Janet. experienced. Um, and he is the warrior of light to everybody in the community. Um, <laughs> So with that being said, uh, like I said, this whole episode and this, this entire episode is dedicated to Greg Cole because uh, uh, this was after, you know, we did all this stuff at the Square Enix booth and um, I finally got a hold of him because he's a great busy guy. Uh, we went to the side, we did this awesome interview and it just turned out to be a whole podcast in itself. Uh, so with that... This is my interview with Greg Cole at Gen Con. I know it's a bit late, as I've said before uh, in the previous episode. You know, there's been a lot of stuff going on. But I wanted to get this out there because, like I said, amazing guy. And, you know, he has a lot of great stuff to say. So it's definitely worth listening to. And congrats on opening the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's I've seen the pictures and he's constantly streaming. It's amazing. He's always on uh, uh, Facebook Live. The dude's on it. Yeah, Great. no, uh, I appreciate like being like a new player to any content that I see, like I always like gobble up because like I'm just trying to familiar, familiarize myself with like these cards. And, exactly. You yeah. know, what's being played and whatnot. Seeing how the, the combos work and yeah. stuff like that. And so with that being said, here is the interview with myself and Greg Cole. Here I am once again. Terrence Davis with Andy Archfiend, and today I am joined by a special friend of mine and a huge competitor in the game. I'm joined by... Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, it's my cue. Yeah, that's your cue, man. Okay. Um, I'm Gregory Cole. Yep. Thanks wow. for having me, Andy Archfiend. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Uh, so we're going to open up with some questions. Uh, first of all, uh, like I was saying, uh, me and Greg do have history. We're good friends. Yes. Uh, I played with him back in... California when I used to live there uh, and he was part of the reason I realized that this community is going to be awesome because uh, before I showed up to the sushi tournament where we met uh, all the only community I knew was my friends the ones who got me into it Correct. and obviously they're going to be cool with me, right? David Cassis yep David yep. Cass uh, Chris Shepard uh, Matt and I, I don't know why I can't remember his last name right now it's been a long day and I'm tired it's but, okay yeah man uh, so you know all the guys back in California. It's a lot of people um, they, there, man. They, yep. They dragged me into a uh, sushi tournament. And so everybody was super cool there. What uh, was, was really memorable was meeting you because, you know, I mean, you're very charismatic, uh, very, you know, talkative in like a good way. You know what I mean? Thanks. And um, I still remember like one of the first things you said, you're like, oh, man, you know what? You've got a good vibe, man. And that's just great, man. Um, it is true. You do have a great vibe. And I, thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, like I said, this interview is, is super cool. I get to do this because, uh, you know, we're good friends. So now on to the interview questions. Uh, we're going to start with the biggest one. And so you're getting ready to open up a store. Yeah. Called The Light. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Super excited about it. And what was the inspiration for wanting to open this store. So everybody kind of knows this story that I've told a hundred times. I went to every single tournament five days, no, seven days a week, maybe um, in uh, Southern California yep. for since the beginning of my career in Opus 2 to today. Okay. So you've been playing since Opus 2. I've been playing since Opus 2. Um, and I know we're going to talk more about that, yeah. but um but basically, I was so addicted to the game, the community, how sweet people were, how I was able to meet, um, you know, the players versus other games where I would play uh, through a computer screen. I would never be able to meet them. 
Exactly, yeah. You know, so that was the downside of playing online games was that you would never meet the people that you play with. And that kind of hurt me a bit because I'm just like, you know, I really love Final Fantasy, but I can't meet people that like the game just as much as I do. Exactly. And then so the FFTCG was, is the portal to be able to meet people that are just like you, that love the Final Fantasy intellectual property. Oh, yeah. And sure. they just, I would say probably 90% of them are in it for those characters. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the iconic characters that, you know, are in Super Smash Brothers, like Cloud Strife or oh, yeah. so on and so forth. So um, what got me really, really interested in it was that everything was meant to be. The people that I played with at Locals, they're either real estate agents, contractors, um, and then throughout my life, I've worked in public relations, marketing, uh, assistant uh, business owners. So I wanted to find a way to be able to contribute to the game beyond going to every single Crystal Cup. And I said, okay, maybe like going to all the Crystal Cups and having such an amazing relationship with everybody that I played with, maybe that would be substantial to growing the game. And it was. It was like no expectations. It freaking knocked it out of the park. And so now our Crystal Cups are sold out. Yep. Because everybody goes. To, I'm not the only person that goes to every Crystal Cup. Matt Okimoto started that. Yep. He, he was like, hey, you want to go to Boston? I'm like, yeah, man, let's go. I want to hang out with you. Let's go. Yep. You know, so that's where that started. The community banded really well together, and we got those results to where every Crystal Cup is sold out or or breaks capacity this year. Wonderful people. Right, and it's going to keep on getting bigger and bigger. So I thought to myself, said, okay, I plateaued on that situation. Now I could focus on a local front, yep. and let's see what I could do. Because I had so many locals. I was, I'm in so many group chat locals yep. for every single store that I play at. There's like six or seven different stores that I play at. I'm in all of the group chats. And I'm like, if I could, you know, if I could meet up with these people on a weekly basis and do this, what could I do if I started a new community where I live, where there's already a thriving base? Yep. What can I do with that? What can we do? And I've always, like, loved the – I love – being able to connect with people and making new friends. Oh yeah, and that's a huge boon about this game is it's so easy to do so. Uh, I mean, shoot, that's how we met, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's how, how we how met. I met. That's how I met Chris Neal. Yeah. Um, hey, that's how I met all the guys in Meta Potion when I went to the Crystal Light. Yeah. Uh, that's how I met RVA and just everybody else. So many awesome people that I've met, even if it was just a one-time thing. And hopefully, I see him in a, again in a, in a future tournament. For sure. Lots of great people. You'll always see them. We'll always be yeah. together, all of us. Um, and, and I, I've, I've never had any bad relationships in this, in the community. Everything has been absolutely awesome, yep. you know? And, um, so basically, um, it's the perfect situation for me. I get to be myself. I get to be there for people. I, I get to talk to people, make new friends, make, you know, uh, practice everything that I've learned through, you know, public relations, marketing, business, um, you know, uh, all of the, all of the situations that I have where everybody I know plays is, is a promoter or a, a community pillar in other games like magic, super smash ultimate, you know, so on and so forth. And I have all these resources available to me. And then one day I just woke up and said, why can't I just start a shop? It would be so insane if I did that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I just talked to a bunch of people you know, I asked them what they thought about it. People that, you know, so a lot of the heroes in the community, like, you know, people that we respect and people that we look we look up to. And I said, dude, this would be so awesome if you did this. You're meant for this. Yeah, and then all the puzzle pieces fell on the plate. So, yeah, I feel like in life, I feel like everything's meant to be. And I feel like the situation, like, I don't think life has too much variance when it comes to your destiny and what you're meant for. And, you know... Like, I look at you, and I look like, I say this because you are, like, the perfect interviewer. You are doing this from the bottom of your heart. Oh, yeah. This is meant to be for you. This is your, this is your path. This is, this is something that you want to do from the bottom of your heart. You give your heart into it. You pour it out, pour your heart all over your, your podcast. Oh, yeah. You know, and the community. Everybody sees your posts. Everybody knows how much you care. Everybody knows, you know? 
So that's basically it. It's meant to be. And, and um, I'm glad to have everyone's support because I can't do it without everyone. And you know what? Everybody's looking forward to it. I mean, you've seen it uh, when you post it. And this is just a little background for if you somehow don't know because you're not in the Facebook uh, group or anything. Um, which, by the way, I'll throw this in for new players. Uh, if you haven't already, a Facebook group is a great way to connect with the community. So there's Final Fantasy trading card game North America or NA. Um, and there's lots of local that you can join and you can even join some of the overseas ones see what's going on like i, I joined i just joined the uh final fantasy tcg australia um oh yeah i'm in that group too yep, yep. and the eu because i'm also trying to you know hey guys check out the podcast yeah for sure. across the pond um i'm losing track of where i was going so yeah uh it's a pretty deep convo yeah yeah <laughs> no um so yeah uh everybody's really excited about the story Thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. Where, where's it going to be located? Uh, so the place that I'm settling on is in Montclair, California. Okay. Yeah. So um, give people a perspective who's not familiar with California. Where is that in reference to like, let's say Los Angeles? Uh, so it's about without traffic. It's 30 minutes east of East LA. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. It's not far from LA. Yeah. Without traffic. So you get there, if you're driving at night, you'll be there in 30 minutes. Okay. If you're there, if you leave in the morning, uh, going against traffic instead of with traffic, you'll be there in 30 minutes. So inevitably, when you start, when this gets open, you start hosting uh, all the different tea cups, crystal cups. Oh, views. that's not up to me. <laughs> that's up to Richie. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's up to Square Enix. But, uh, I mean, come on, man. Like, That'd be cool. The, with, all, with all the support you got, as soon as it, get up and, uh, it gets up and running, uh, all it'll take is a, a little bit of a push from the community, and it'll happen. Yeah. I feel like uh, when... It, when now, I don't know how the process works, but I, I feel like it, it definitely comes down to, you know, how many how many players are showing up to the store? And, you know, uh, you know, and then, of course, there's, there's the distributor side of things where, like, can you get your products in time, which um, I'll definitely make sure you get a good distributor. And that's just coming from, a, I used to be an account manager uh, for wholesale, toys, collectibles, stuff like mm. that. And so if you don't have a decent distributor, it doesn't give you a heads up on the things that you really want, uh, you can really miss out. Uh, and I've seen that happen to stores who really want product, but they don't have a good account manager. And it, it really just makes things not run smoothly at all. So that's, that's, I'm sure you've something, something you've talked about, right? Oh yeah. All of, I mean, I've managed restaurants. Yeah. I know everything about like, you know, um, ordering inventory, Sales, yep. blah, blah, all that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. So moving on to yeah. the next question. Uh, what brought you, well, I guess that kind of, that first question kind of blanket, blanket statement into into my next question I had, which was, you know, what brought you into Final Fantasy TCG? Oh, that one's easy. So game, right? uh, my best friend, uh, my roommate, Ricardo Lascano. Okay, yeah. Um, he's He's either usually in my deck list name, like he he's uh, uh, in my deck list that got me my invite to nationals for the first time this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, so um, it's called uh, Gregory's Heart, Ricardo's Revenge. Yep, I saw that. he's going through absolute hell right now. Yeah. Um, and he's the reason why, uh, along with a lot of other people, but like I probably jammed maybe over a thousand hours with him oh, because nice. we're roommates, you know? Okay, yeah. So, like, you know, he's one of my best buds, and um, uh, he got me there. Um. One day, we're just chilling in the living room, you know, I guess I was. Maybe I was, like, ironing clothes or something. He comes up, and he's just like, hey, man, check this out. Did you know about this? And he shows me his phone, and, and it's a picture of, like, the starter decks of, like, the yeah. first starter decks. And I'm just like, wait, hold up. <laughs> like, there's a Final Fantasy trading card game? Right. You know? Not even trying to be like everybody else when they say that. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's no, a thing I... that gets said all the time. Seriously, for, no, for a good reason. Absolutely. For a good reason. It's there's a, so many Final Fantasy fans, but there's so many people who don't know about the game. That that's almost the natural response. I guarantee you that every Final Fantasy fan wants to meet more Final Fantasy fans. Oh, yeah. I freaking guarantee you. This is the best way to do it. And this is the probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and he shows that to me, and I said, "Order two. Final Fantasy VII, Earth Fire. And he said, well, Amazon said that that deck sucks. It's the worst one. <laughs> they said to get the Category 10. YRP, of course. Yeah, right. You know? And I'm just like, no, nah, man. 
Get the FF7 one. Why do we have to get the same one? Because we have to play on equal grounds. Yeah, I can see that. So that when we play test, one person's not constantly winning just because one deck counters the other. Yep. We're going to play on even grounds, and we're going we're gonna to understand the mechanics of the game on equal terms. Yep. And he's like, all right, that sounds cool. We did it. Played for 100 hours. Loved it. Searched for a local community. Found it. Went to the first Meta Potion event. Nice. Yeah, in uh, Orange County. Uh, I think there was like 53 people there. That's 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 pretty good for like... Yeah, for a new card game. Time for a new card game. Yeah. So, Meta Potion works very hard. So, yeah. we did it. And uh, I got my ass kicked. I got destroyed. <laughs> you know? I should have just played the starter deck. I tried like, you know, being... Uh, being cheeky, yeah. Playing Golbez. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So I didn't even have a list. I made it myself. Nice. Yeah. So I got wrecked. It happens. But uh, yeah. Sure enough, a friend got me into the game. That's awesome. It's, yeah. it's funny because um, I, I haven't really dove completely into my story, but I'll, I'll kind of brush in on it and how I got into sure. it. Sure. Because it's so similar to mine, it's almost scary. So when I first got into it, uh, David, Matt, Shepard. Uh, they all came back from a Final Fantasy thirteen, uh, sorry, Final Fantasy fourteen event of some sort, yeah. uh, where they met up with their free company, uh, and then they found the card game there. Yeah. They all bought starter packs and they all started playing. And then I, we were, I came over for like D and D night or whatever, right? And um, I was like, oh, are you guys playing a Final Fantasy? There's a Final Fantasy card game, right? Yeah, right. I'm like, okay. Uh, let, let me try a game. So then they showed me how to play, and I'm like, this is amazing, and I'm hooked. Where do I get a starter? It's such a great game. Yeah. Seriously, like, I'm playing it. I'm hype on it. I'm learning other card. Oh, we're at Gen Con. Yeah. I'm trying to learn other card games. I'm like, dude, this sucks. You got FFGCG. This is not even close to FFGCG. I'm like, what are yeah. you guys doing? Those other games are horrible. <laughs> uh, so after that, I was like, uh, so what are, what are the starter decks and they told right. me all the different starter decks right. and I was like okay so which one do people like recommend and stuff and obviously it, obviously they were like oh yeah you know the 10 one's really good and so it's 13 and I'm like uh is there a 6 they're like no is there a 7 they're like yeah I'm like well I'll get the 7 one and just like you they're like well you know that's of all of them that's probably like the worst one probably, I'm like yeah. yeah but I want I like it. it I like it and so I got this I actually instead of waiting to get it off Amazon and wait for it to come in um my buddy Cappy that's the, that's one of the, so my buddy Cappy yeah um he was like I'll sell you my 7 deck sure done so I bought his 7 deck playing the very next day with my own starter deck sure 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 and uh my first sort of, it wasn't like a you know big like the teacup or meta, it was it was the sushi cup. That was my first tournament. Right, was, right, was right, 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 right. Yeah. And um, that I I brought my, but instead of making like jank, all I had was my seven and a couple cards that were given to me to improve my seven deck. Yeah. Uh, and then I played that and did terrible, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun. I remember because it was an Opus four. It's right before Opus five. Yeah. Um. And Cobalt Droid was the bane of my existence. Yeah. Because it would just keep swinging in. I couldn't do anything about oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I, I hate just, that card. I just find it funny how there's, like, you know, those similar sort of beats in both how we got introduced to the game. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, moving on to the next question. This is now just, like, we're just doing a podcast now. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, my next question here is... Uh, have you before Final Fantasy TCG? Did you play other game, any other games like it? Uh, did you play competitively in anything else? Yeah, yeah. Give me that backstory. So uh, yeah, I am very competitive. I have a long history of being a competitive player. Okay. Um, when I played in like MMORPGs, okay. um, I would control the server, and I would be like the server leader or whatever. And we'd like, you know, I'd take like uh, 200, 300 people at a time, and we'd like, you know, take a castle or something, okay, you know, like yeah. whatever. It's just because. I was so, like, gung-ho about every video game I did, or if I was skateboarding or something, I was going down, like, nine-stair handrails, nice. you know, stuff like that. Like, I was always, like, go big, like, all day. Like, yeah. that was just, like, how I always anticipated any situation and, like, how I would, like, work into any situation. So, like, um, you know, I did, I did that competitively. League of Legends, I never amounted to anything. 
I would play all the time. We'd play like 10 hours a day, but with my roommates and I had so much fun, you know, but, um, I never amounted to anything like, you know, competitively or like, um, globally, internationally, anything like that. What about about board games or card games? I've been playing chess my entire life. Okay. My grandpa, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandpa was in the military. Um, so they played chess all the time. By the way. Uh, he's a Navy man. Oh, so he's a Navy guy like Yeah, me. he's a Navy awesome. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my grandpa's so amazing. Um, so I love you, uh, Papa. And then um, every day, uh, he knew that I loved games. Yeah. He would take me to the donut shop to play Marvel versus Capcom after school. Awesome. Yeah, and I would, like, play random people. I was, like, you know, like, seven or eight years old and, like, like grown-up adults will like come up and play me, and they should be like, "How are you winning? Like this is a fluke." And like they just throw like all their quarters, and the machine keep going, and I'm just like, you know, playing Spider-Man, Spider Hero. Do this all day. Yeah, I, I'm just like, I don't even. I'm not even rude about it. I'm not even me. I'm like, a, I'm just a scared little kid. I'm just like playing them, and like, and like at the matches, I don't say anything. I just keep, yeah. you know, I just wait, I'm just like wait until the next match comes up. Um, and then if they play, they play. Uh, so my grandpa did that for me. I also played Metal Slug at the donut shop. Oh yeah, so classic. All the classics, baby. Um, and then an arcade, uh, cabinet was, uh, 1942 cabinet, the yeah. bullet hell, uh, where you're flying the old planes and you- dude, I love Raiden. I played Raiden. Oh, Raiden's a good one. Too. Raiden is yeah. so good. So I was into all that Raiden, uh, metal slug, uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Like that's what I would do after school. Um, and then obviously, like, you know, we all had a game boy. We were all playing Pokemon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my grandpa's a saint. Um, ever we get into... Pokemon TCG? Uh, yeah, I played Pokemon. Uh, I, like, pretty much got ripped off. Uh, I would, like, no. trade my foil Venusaur for, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, stupid stuff. Something you like. You're yeah, because like, oh, I didn't know because I'm I'll an idiot. Text because I like what I've done. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, was, I got totally wrecked Yeah. Uh, doing stuff like that. And um, and so I Pokemon, like, my block, we played it all the time. Yeah. And, like, uh, one of my neighbors was playing uh, Angelica. She was playing Mr. Mime. So anybody who had a Charizard couldn't do anything against her because his uh, Pokemon abilities uh, counters Charizard. Um, so that was a great time. Um, Magic? Uh, no, I never got I got the cards. People would give me the cards as a kid. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know what to do with them. They just look like the Magic cards, they didn't really appeal to me. Yeah. Um, they were kind of gothic at okay. the time that I received them. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with gothic. I, like, I, I love like post-punk, you know what I mean? But of course. Um, like, yeah, like I just, it wasn't my thing. So I would just, like, have the cards there in my closet. Played Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I got robbed. I was just playing at a tournament. And then uh, and then I, my, my deck got robbed. I was looking I was look, looking the other way. My deck was on the table. Next thing you know, I turned around. It's gone. Oh, no. You know? And I, I hear that's typical for Yu-Gi-Oh! Really? Yeah. Like, like I knew people that were, like, stealing product and stuff. Oh, jeez. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, for, like, uh, on the card aspect, that was it. And then Final Fantasy TCG was, like, I guess... All of those failures were meant for me to be able to land here and to be able to do this. Yeah. Um, so it's actually interesting seeing as uh, it seems like you don't have a huge background in trading card games competitiveness. So Correct. for you to jump into Final Fantasy TCG, now it's definitely not by accident. Everybody knows you've been grinding hard since you came into the game. Yeah. You showing up to every single uh, event that happens and also, you know, you grinding out with your roommate. Uh, when you hit finally got your your nats invite oh yeah i, I broke uh, down yeah uh i still was, don't believe it it was an emotional moment for obviously you and everybody else because they knew knows your story they freaking knew everybody uh, was like oh shoot craig got it yeah. you know like he finally made it exactly yeah he knows you've been grinding hard hell and yeah that's that's what you do man and um so uh it's very very interesting uh you know not coming from a background but then you know Coming into FTCG, hitting the ground running. Uh, I think that's amazing. Yeah. So moving on to, like, the next question and transitioning over. This is probably the worst way to transition is to say, hey, I'm going to transition. But, you know, it's late in the day. So. Um, I think you're doing great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. So uh, a question that uh, uh, I also came up with was, uh, will it be just a Final Fantasy TCG, TCG store? Or, like, you know, what else do you plan on stocking? Uh, what, what are some of the plans of sort of uh, what you have in your store that either sets it apart from other stores or makes it more uh, alluring? Yeah, I, I have community kind of managers that I play uh, FFTCG with at Locals, okay. and they all, uh, they're all they all like community leaders or pillars of communities for 
like some of the biggest games ever. Like one of one of my uh, associates is at Evo right now competing. Oh, nice! And he's incredible at fighting games, and we play Final Fantasy all the time. Awesome. Play the TCG all the time. So we, I have people all over the place that are into all of the major card games, you know. And you know, we're at Gen Con. We're seeing, you know, what the future is and what and what the present is. And yeah. so, you know, we see we see where the market's going and so on and so forth. So, um, like I said in my post on the NA page, yeah, uh, I'm willing to work with any game that would have me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But definitely, um, definitely, uh, Final Fantasy is the the main focus. It always will be. Okay, yep. and that actually brings me to my next question is, uh, I know one big hurdle that happens with a lot of game stores, especially when introducing something, and even if it gains a lot of speed, is uh, it's it's no mystery that, you know, Magic the Gathering is the biggest juggernaut in TCG world. That and Pokemon, yeah. That and Pokemon. Yeah. And so, you know, when there's it comes to... There's a giant to... Pikachu behind us. Exactly, in the, in yeah, the, a, uh, Hanging uh, from the ceiling. Still here at Gen Con, and there's, there's a giant... Uh, inflatable Pikachu hanging from the ceiling. It's got to be like 500 square feet. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Huge. Yeah. And so when it comes to over, overlapping events, or let's say uh, the, a lot of the times, and, and it happens at my local gaming store all the time, uh, where uh, Magic the Gathering events happening, so, okay, we're kicking out all, everyone else. Uh, when it comes to stuff like that, uh, are you going to let that happen? Or, you know, what are your plans for you know, making sure Final Fantasy stays, has their spot in the store, and, you know, won't get kicked out to, like, something bigger like Magic the Gathering. Right. So we have five or more locals for FFTCG in our area alone, like in the 50-mile radius. Yeah. Um, all of our shops are not overlapping times, as far as I know. Yeah. So, um, especially mine. My, my shop will not overlap times with any other shops. Yeah. Um, and uh, the rest of the... So it, it's basically going to rely on the community and what they want to do. Okay. Final Fantasy community says, hey, Greg, we want to do this here on this day. I'm going to say, absolutely. Not a problem. Let's make it happen. You know, and then other games, um, I'll speak with their community yep. and they'll let me know, like, hey, what's up, uh, Greg? Like, we want to do on this, uh, uh, we want to do this this time. Um, I'll be like, yeah, sure, let's make it happen. So, I highly doubt they're going to clash. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get to that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of community, uh, I wanted to know what what is the community like, and we have got a snapshot with previous questions. Yeah, but we'll address it directly. And you know what what's the community like where where you are as far as Final Fantasy TC? I mean, there, there's no mystery that you know a, a lot of big heavy hitters come out of California. But as far as like uh, and more closer to your vicinity, well, how's the community like? Who comes out of there? Just give us a little background there. Um. So. SoCal, I was I was blessed to be to live in SoCal oh, yeah. and to be able to go through everything I've gone through. Um, the community is huge for Final Fantasy TCG. Absolutely. Um, and it's also spread out everywhere, very, very thinly. I'm talking like you've got a group of 10 to 20 players in every 10 to 20 miles, and they stick to their region area. I mean, I understand. There's so many places to play. Oh, yeah. They don't need to be. They don't need to go to every single tournament every single week. You know, it's not realistic. Um, so there's a lot of us. There's. I think the last time I checked, SoCal group was like 750 members. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if there's like over 800 by now. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, we still get new players all the time. I started a local with Kenny James in Upland. Very, very good friend of mine. We're getting like ten plus players every week consistently, nice. and it just started with me and him just playing against each other in the shop, hoping that people walking around would gain interest. And sure enough, that's where I met my friends. You know, that's where I met the people that you know I'm working on working on stuff with now, and and that I play with every week, and that I even go out to dinner with them as well. You know, just as friends. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we'll even go on vacation together outside of Final Fantasy. Awesome. So. Um, the community in California is awesome. Everybody's freaking cool. Everybody's really freaking good. Yeah. Um, it's really scary to play a, at like events in California because everyone is so good. I think that would be it's it's a double edged sword. It's great to be able to constantly go against heavy hitters like that because it really improves yourself. Yeah. Uh, really, kind of no matter what level you're at. I mean, even if you are at like a lower level and you pick up the game a lot slower. Uh, I, you're still going to come out with some kind of knowledge and be able to be a better player because of the people you're going against. But on the same coin, it 
really lowers your chances as far as trying to get to the top when you show up to an event and you're staring down gnats and invite people. Oh yeah, world, world players, players. two-time world players, yeah. World players, uh, like you know, Chris, man. Yeah, uh, I play. I uh, I play with Chris Neal and Nikki Neal at my locals every week. Yeah, I actually yeah. actually jammed a game uh, while you guys were doing uh, the draft there. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fun to play. They're sweethearts. Oh yeah, dude. Both of them have like the biggest hearts ever. I love them. I, I, I played with Chris when he started. Yeah. And so uh, I've always wrestled it all the time. It just feels weird because we started at roughly at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and he's a two times worlds guy, and yeah. uh, I'm just trying to not be at the bottom still but <laughs> yeah but no it's it's it, that that would be the biggest uh, sort of double edged sword of california is great people to play against to build yourself uh but really hard if you want to try to fall your way to the top it's a steep steep hill to climb where uh you know smaller communities like out here um there's you know you got like one or two people that you know are really good players but those are the one or two you have to worry about not eight to ten to twelve to twenty you know what i mean right um but yeah no uh coming out of that community i know it's 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 amazing uh, if- the, my favorite thing about the california community is that even though we have a, a lot of events even though we have a ton of events our culture is that we always go out to eat together after big tournaments oh yeah and we always hang out get boba whatever um it's like honestly an amazing foundation. It's seriously an amazing uh, family and community, and like, you know, it's it's those kinds of communities and those personalities that really grow everything. Yeah, it's it's you need those pillars of the community, and you need to be able to set the tone for your game. That hey, this is how we all are. Yeah, you know, I hope that you can join us in being positive and supportive and considerate and caring yep. because we really want you here. And that's basically the message that everybody sends. We're all on the same page. It's an amazing message and we'll reference it many times. Oh yeah. But in the past and the future, it's just a great community. I mean, yeah. you can't say it enough, right? Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to, you know, the community and trying to spread the word and stuff, uh, what, when you open your store, what do you have some ideas on your own to like, you know, promote the game? Oh yeah, yeah. No, what we've got are marketing plans, our our, our, our marketing plans, assets. Uh, you know, I went into this with a plan. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, everything from the grand opening and beyond is is set. We're ready to go. Um, yeah. So when the time comes, I'm sure you'll hear about it. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, um, as another quick uh, sort of tidbit is, uh, will your store have? Obviously, it'll have a website, but uh, will you, you also plan on doing online sales as far as like yes. you know singles and stuff? Yes, my favorite place is the marketplace, the FFTCG marketplace. I, I see that. Uh, yeah, you were actually you were posting uh, on there right before we. Came I've over. actually made a lot of friends that I talk to every day from Amazing. that place just by doing deals, yeah. trades, whatever. Um, I'm going to be doing online sales. I think FFTCG Marketplace is priority over um, over like TCG Player, Troll and Toad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because the community gets to see how much the game is growing. By all the transactions, there's posts. Let me tell you something. There's people, a new person that wants to join the Marketplace, yep. once every, on average, 10 minutes to an hour. Every single day. My phone goes off because I'm a mod. Yeah. Shouts out to Matt Rice. You know? Um, and, and that's, if people only knew how many people want to join the marketplace on a daily basis, they would be like, dude, this game is dope. Like people are hearing about it. Like it has some serious credibility. There's people joining the marketplace every day because they're interested, whether they play the game or they want to see what, what, what our sales are going on. Right. So imagine if bypass TCG player bypass troll and toad, how much traction the marketplace would have on facebook if it was one of the only places to sell cards for final fantasy tcg then we would really see what's really going on yeah yeah absolutely yes so online sales absolutely oh yeah yeah sure uh 
So, obviously, you know, we've, we've hit the avenue of, uh, of hosting events and stuff. Um, is there anything you might, like, add on to hosting events? Like, uh, I don't think, is there any, are there any content I should know? Uh, but like I said, it's been a long day and I'm tired. Is there any You've content? been awake <laughs> since before the event even started, before the doors even opened. Yeah, man. You've been running on, <laughs> on nothing for a long time, man. Pretty much. That's yeah. how much I put into this. Yeah, because yeah. you're dedicated. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, to bring that question is like, are there, first of all, are there any content creators in California? Yeah, Metapotion. That's right. Oh, as far as like podcast or I, they do, I know they do streams. Um, but is there? No, they do like articles and stuff. Uh, and I read those articles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I should have specified is is like you know podcasting and stuff like that. So is that something you're going to cater to and and possibly uh, like help them operate out of your store? As far as like, are you going to you know get streaming equipment uh, for them to you know? Oh yeah, the streaming equipment is a priority. Oh, good. it's, it's okay. a necessity uh, for a card shop. So we're definitely doing streaming equipment. Um, we already have all the pricing and everything all set up. Nice. Um, we're, we're going to, uh, get, that's actually going to be the first thing that we set up actually. Um, so yeah, streaming is, 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 uh, vital. Um, yeah, uh, for like podcasts and beyond, honestly, I listen to you guys, you know, I listen to RVA returners, you know, I listen to Coco bros. Yep. I listen to, uh, uh, you know, all of the podcasts that are out there. Um, and uh, I listen. There's not enough content. I need more. I eat that content for breakfast on my I, way to oh work. Oh my gosh, me too. You In, know what I'm saying? My own. Yeah, including your I, own. I, I so I, I work third shift. Uh, I work at night and I drive a forklift. And that's all I do. Like if I'm not in a situation where I can't wear headphones, wearing headphones, I'm listening to content and I burn through it all. And yeah. that's actually kind of what inspired me to. Know, create the podcast and yeah just to create more content also to get some avenues so then more avenues are hit um you know obviously we always try to talk about different things um and uh we're also trying to you know we're doing this you know interviews and stuff yeah uh, but yeah i i hope to see more content creators and th this is a paraphrase of from rva when i was listening to them but i mean all of us welcome more content creation and, yeah and you know we hope that if not us other uh podcasts inspire more people to make more content i agree with you 100 percent, wholeheartedly yeah i love it i i it's stimulates my brain it's music to my ears absolutely we all need it yeah 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 and so that's that's cool to hear that you're gonna that streaming is priority and having that commentary booth and that actually brings me to my next question uh -huh. how big is this store to fit all of this stuff and all of your plans it's a nice store it's 1500 square feet yeah. it's 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 a dream it's a dream come true. have room for expansion uh should that oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah and there's tons of parking that's also good yeah so we're set big events like i uh fighting crystal cup parking lot was full i don't know if anybody had to park far away because we showed up super early um but I imagine that not everybody made it into that parking lot. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's good to hear that there's lots of parking, big store, room for expansion. You, yeah, you have all the cards you need to make it successful. And it I was meant to be. It was meant to be. Honestly, um, as soon as I did the post in the NA group, you know, doing the fundraiser, yeah, and everybody was so supportive. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think twice about it. I contacted the agent. I said, "Let's go, yeah. hit the gas." The, the people are there. They, they want it. They support it. Let's go. So as soon as I, I knew deep down in my heart that it was what to, it was the thing to do. And, you know, I talked to my teammates about it, you know, Nathan Perez, Luigi Moreno, you know, um, and, and I would talk to them and I, I would say, no, Nate, what do you think, man? You know, I talked to Okimoto. Yes. I talked to McGinty about it. Uh, You're like, do it. Yeah. You know, super supportive. They even gave me critical, uh, constructive criticism. I, I think, you know? yeah, that's what yeah. you need. Um, that's actually what I'm seeking as, as far as, you know, my podcast yeah. goes. Is, uh, it wasn't until this weekend that I learned that more than just our local community actually listened to us. And yeah. That was really cool to hear. That was very touching. I got a little emotional. Uh, 
But no, it's really cool to hear that, you know, people actually listen and, and like our content. But I am all also looking. Oh, it's just the beginning for you. It's going to yeah, get crazier. I'm, I'm seeking that. Especially with your interview with Kageyama, man. Yeah. I really hope that turned out because, it, it, you know, uh, we're at a convention and it's very loud. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Right now I'm just operating out of my phone. I hope to in the future get better equipment. Worst case, you could publish it and you could write out the what you guys talked about. You're right. So that's another that's option. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so now let's dive into the fun questions. Okay. Last little questions before my phone dies. Okay. <laughs> but um, what are your favorite elements and why? Go, uh, why don't you take a guess, man? <laughs> why don't you, I'm going to let you get, take a guess. Go ahead. What do you think? Okay. Well, I, I, have, I, would, I would guess two different things, okay. right? Um, because you're a Six fan like me, Yeah. I would say Fire Ice just because that's where Six exists. Fire Ice is nice. Matthew Rice. And then I would also say uh, Lightning Earth because Scions. And I oh, see day, you rocking that. Yeah, oh, day, sure. let's go. <laughs> Lightning Earth for sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, not a doubt about it. I didn't dive into Lightning Earth until War is Darkness. I got a real jank. Uh, War you showed me your list. We played on Octagon. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still rocking that list, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that, that's awesome. Uh, what's your favorite card? Oh, dang, that's rough. Yeah. Fun but rough question. Okay, so Maya is nuts. Maya is easily the best lightning legend in the game. I, I want to get a hold of her so bad. Yeah, she is absolutely bonkers. I want to add her into my Warrior of Darkness deck. Yeah, she's nuts. Um, she Maya is a scion. She is. Yeah. But whether people like it or not. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so... Oh, she'd be disgusting in that. Earthwall is du- is busted, been busted for four sets now. Maya gives haste to Earthwall. Yeah. Um. So they're both scions now because now Wall has haste. <laughs> um. And how can I forget? Ida. Ida. So, so you're living in the uh, the scions range uh, as far as just all your favorites. Ida's Ida is the most efficient, val- high value achieving. You know, card for Earth Ford in the game. Two costs, 14k at best. Yeah. 16k, 18k if you're ahead. Yeah. You know, kill something every turn. You know, you got Rama Armea, you're, you're, you might even be going for lethal. Yeah. You know, and it's just, no other Ford does that. No other Ford has built in removal every single turn. Yeah. With, with, obviously with the correct, uh, uh, requirements, of course. Hero Ishtola is also removal based on swing, but she has a bigger bill to pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it was funny. Usually I preface this with, uh, you know, without thinking competitively and just like what you like to run for fun. But I know your mind is always in the competitive mindset when it comes to this game. I mean, obviously we all have fun, but I know you're always thinking about the game. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, in there. it's gotten to the point where it's second nature. Yeah. It's in my blood. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about it at all times because I'm just like, oh, you know, my group chats are blowing up. NA group is blowing up. New cards are being shown. These are the ideas that people are obsessing about and, and fantasizing about, you know. What does that mean to me? And then I convert all of that energy and all of those thoughts and all those uh, opinions and suggestions into what I brought today, yep. what I brought yesterday you know, uh, what I've been playing. And it's just, these are like, you know, it's all these little inspirations, you know, create a, create a deck, create a product. And so, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's basically what I'm thinking about. So let's dive into that super quick. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday was the construct, the second day to construct it, right? Or was uh, uh, day one, no, the, day it was only a one day constructed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They constructed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Day one constructed. What did you bring? Earth, lightning, scions. All no day. surprise. <laughs> yeah, got second seed in Swiss. Went six one. I lost to uh, Chris Neal. He went first seed, undefeated. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's no surprise. I mean, that's another thing we see is just. Chris, Okimoto, when you guys play... Yeah, we travel 2,000 yeah. 2, miles to play each other. Not, not only are you guys, you know, heavy hitters, but you guys are consistently... Yes. Consistently. They're always topping. Always. Top. Always. Yeah, always day two, 
top 16, top eight, top four, and just top 32. You know, even on your science list, I yeah. can already say that, I've, especially the first time you played it, I remember, because I'm always on FF decks just looking at stuff to get ideas. And yeah, whatnot. sure, sure. Same. You made that deck. You inspired, sure. just you alone inspired so many Scions decks. Your deck popped up, and there were so many renditions of your deck. I think so. Agree's heart. Yeah, I, I saw it from with my own eyes. Well, I made a lot more friends after that. And then <laughs> I, we would just talk about the, the decks of, all the time. You know, just uh, different renditions of basically that name, but kind of changed up to say, okay, right. this is Agree's heart, but this is also my deck. But like, just small variations I think of your deck. If they ever included my name or like the deck name, like heart something or whatever in the deck name, it's just because. They're just compassionate about me. We're compassionate about each other. We're like, they were all science They're like, decks. you know, Greg's like going all the way. I want to support him. Let him know that I'm thinking about him. And, you know, I, I would even add them on Facebook and just be like, yo, what's up, dude? I saw your list. You're, you're freaking sick, man. <laughs> like, shouts out, shouts out. You know, so like, I think that like, I think it's amazing to be able to make a connection with, with another person yeah. that wants to share the same driver's seat as you. The same car, the same engine. Oh, yeah. And they just want, they're like, yo, man, like, I took your car for a spin. It's dope. I want to make these changes. I want to do this. You know, and we'll just talk all day. I do that with uh, Deshaun Knight. You know, I do yeah. that with a lot of players. I, I think it's really cool that you have that mindset because, I, you know, it's uh, no mystery that, uh, you know, in this card game and really any other card game you go, you know, you, some people that you hear, oh, net decking? Ugh, like, why would you do that? I was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm like, oh, man, that's a freaking net deck. You know, like, I'm yeah. over here playing seven drop Minerva, and I'm, like, uh -huh. tripping on fools because I'm like, you totally stole that deck. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, okay, what changed your mindset on that? Um, Actually, it didn't change. The uh -huh. mindset didn't change. Okay. I, I played stupid so you're stuff. humbled when people net deck from you. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. But, no. but also, like, uh, net decking, really? I think net decking is bad for people that want to just – that want to pick up a deck and go to an event. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Because when they do build a deck and they do from the ground up build it and and prioritize certain cards over other cards, realize that there is an algorithm yeah. that you are going to draw certain things at certain times to be able to do more things. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I would draw, I would mulligan for a Maria, yep. play the Maria, next turn, tap it, discard an Earth card, play Anna Crow, my whole board's plus 2K. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, there, there is a way to be able to build your deck. And there's a way to be able to do what your deck does at maximum. You can't always learn that from a net deck. You usually learn it from getting your numbers right on the on your homebrew. True. And, yeah. and the, the big competitors who do net deck, they've already done. Well, they've done their like, homework. They've, they they've know. done their homework in other oh, card games. Exactly. They know how things work. They're just naturally talented to where they can pull a net deck. Test it out, make their changes based on their meta, and go all in. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So there are people that are talented in aspect, but I just want like I think it's great for new players to pick up a net deck or get a deck given to them by a friend and say, "Yo, I totally think you should play this. I want you to do really well. Play this," and they do, and they do really well. Yep. And that's the experience that they need to have. My locals, I'll give them decks that are unbeatable, especially for our meta. I'll say, "Yo, um, you want to try this out? I really think you'd like it." They play it, they win the tournament. Nice. I mean, and that's something that they need to experience because yeah. I want them to have fun. Yeah. Fun is fun is the number one thing. Um, everybody has fun, and I think it's great. And so that that's all the questions I have. Okay. Uh, I want to thank you for doing this interview. Dude, likewise, this is, man. This is basically a podcast at this point. We're at 46 minutes of this uh, it went interview. It went by so quick. It did. It really yeah. did. But we're also, it was also easier to do this because we're in a, a little bit more quiet area and stuff like There's that. There's a lot of passion involved. Yeah. A lot of respect. We know each other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, by exactly the way, your, your uh, Arc Fiend Open was pretty sick on uh, Thursday. Yeah. I, I swung by right after uh, me, Sam Tool, and the homies, we got out of an escape room. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of people playing Final Fantasy there, man, for your event. So and, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like the our, shop, too. That was, oh, yes. It's, that's, um, yeah. that's our sponsor, actually. Good games. Dude, uh, that store is cool, and they got some cool employees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're great, man. Yeah. Uh, I like them all. There, there's, it's a great shop. Uh, me and Eric couldn't ask for a better sponsor. Hell yeah! Uh, and it's we're just at the start. I don't know if you got to look at the winter play mat, uh, but I think I sent you a picture. Of, yeah, no, no, yeah, it's sick. Yeah. 
Uh, Your logo is so dope. Yes. Yeah. Uh, shout out to our artists on there. You can find our the name of the artist and their webpage uh, on our Instagram, Andy Archfiends. Uh, I'm saying that because... Like the terrible person I am, I do not remember the artist names off the top of my head. You're not terrible. <laughs> Shut up. Knock it off. And so, yeah, uh, like I said, you know, thanks for doing this interview with me. Uh, okay. Thanks for chatting it up with me. Uh, Anytime, we man. can go this all day. I got like 10% on my phone, though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's funny because you solved my problem of like, okay, I have a bunch of small interviews because of just the setting we're in and the events going on and stuff. So I got a lot of little five-minute interviews, and I'm like, ah, I need something to – to cushion this episode to make it nice. This this interview is an episode, basically, right? Uh-huh. So I want to thank you for that too. Yeah. And I'll help you. I'll, I'll, I'll help you post it, man. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to wrap this up, like I do every interview, shout outs, any advice for new players, plugs. This is your moment. Get in when you can, and then we're wrapping it up. Uh, plugs. I love my family. I love my friends. I love my team, Team Shuffle. I love uh, all my my big homies and family at uh, Metapotion. Um, I love my SoCal community. Um, I love the international community, North American community. Um, Shouts out to Square Enix, Richie Brady. Uh, You know, uh, I I love everyone. Uh, My dog, Maverick. Um, I love that name. It's sick. I love Mega Man, so... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's another podcast. But um, yeah, man, I love this community, dude. I'd do anything for you guys. And again, advice for new players. Yeah, new players play this game. This game is sick. Come to my shop. I'll give you free cards. Nice. Yeah. And uh, finally, any plugs you want to do for anybody? Uh, Sorry, story. The light. Look forward to it. The light. That's a cool shot. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Any anybody else you want to uh, give a free plug to? I'm always about free blood sites. Metapotion, but I already told you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, RBA Returners. Yeah, that's, that's my family away from my family. They're so great. Yeah, I've only known them for a short time, but I'm already like just sending them stupid jank decks. Like, what would you do with this, man? Help me improve. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they, they always they're always willing to put up with me. They're good people, man. Yeah. They're good people. All of them. That, their whole team. They're all freaking sweethearts. Yeah. Even even the smaller uh, RBA 757. Those guys are great, too. Yeah. Um, I love everybody, man. I love the whole community. Absolutely. Yeah. With that, that concludes this interview. Yeah. I am Terrence with Andy Archfiends. Yeah. I'm Greg Cole. Hey, you got it, dude. You nailed it, man. All right, and we are signing off.